is our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Tuesday, 24th of May. I am Curtis Morton. Out of Charlestown, Nevis, Rohan Isles and J.D. Keynes of the Nevis Reformation Party speak about the current political impasse in the Federation of Sankis and Nevis. Listen, Sankis and Nevis is, is, is right now is political pyrotechnics. I mean, it's just a world of fireworks mm -hmm. at the moment. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and the media has been having a, a whale of a time with it, you know. I mean, people have been putting clips together. I saw one that the Prime Minister was calling out names and then somebody was saying, gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> gone. But it is, it, is, it is a reality we face because um, three members of a unity administration couldn't find common ground. Yes. And... Uh, finding that in relation to what is important and consistently we continue to see how our people are surviving at the moment is what yes. is critically important yes. that is fundamentally yes. the heart of my position here and we, we are too much it's almost as if elections is the order of the day for us yes. and i don't think we understand or we we, we want to understand or we, we want to accept that it really doesn't do much for us in terms of being able to govern and being able to put our country on a path to, to prosperity and some kind of stability. Every, every minute there's an election. And yes. if, if, if that is going to be the case, and men and women who, you know, offer themselves a service is always seemingly in a campaign mode, and I think that is what is happening now. And, you know, the, the, the situation now, somebody said, well, I mean, for the first time in what, almost seven years, mm -hmm. we still have... Um, a premier focus to the development of Nevis. So let us see. I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> that, that makes sense. But I don't know that I see that happening. No, because mean, so far it's still, still media media appearance after media yeah, appearance. Is still, is, is, still, is still elsewhere. Um, and that is, that is unfortunate. I mean, for me, J.D., I, mean, I, I understand it is the politics. I understand what is happening. Everybody believes that they are better place to serve. Mm -hmm. Um, two years into a five-year term, I don't think we should have been here. Correct. Um, I really believe that considering we, we went to the Charles on a car and yes. fundamental points in there, and if it, uh, if it was um, designed with, with real purpose and real intent, we, you know, we should have gone through the processes of, of making sure that the things that needed to be done were done. Were yeah, done. We, we may not have been in this situation. Um, I see a lot of individualistic positions being taken it's more about the eye than rather the the, the, the concept of governance of the country um, but one thing is for sure uh, the people will decide yes yes and Rohan you know I I am not gonna lie this week when the news broke I <laughs> my reaction was my mother's own yeah, yeah, you know I'm glad I don't use more colorful words <laughs> because I mean it that that <laughs> Even though, to some extent, you kind of expected that something was coming, mm -hmm. it, it when it hit you, you know, yeah. you were really shocked. And so, I I said that though because I am like I was like, look at where we've come, look at the position that we have found ourselves in. Just like that, people didn't remember what was going on in the BVI nope. with Premier Andrew Foy mm -hmm. and what he's alleged of. Mm -hmm. Right away, the focus became on St. Kitts and Nevis and how we have six MPs who were terminated mm -hmm. and that the house has been dissolved. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not going to get into 
what caused this, what didn't cause it, because I am not in cabinet. I mean, in reality, enough of them ain't in cabinet yeah, neither, right? So, so they really can't talk. Mm. But the reality is, I can't tell any man or woman that if you are not pleased with a situation that you, you should stay in. Right. I am not going to tell you that. That is for you and whoever to work out. Because nobody's going to tell me which situation I should, should be in and, and should not be in. Right? Out of Bastia, St. Kitts. Parks and beaches conduct cleanup exercises at Majors Bay. We get more in this SKN Newsline report. Workers from Parks and Beaches this week have been conducting extensive cleaning and landscaping activities on Majors Bay Beach on the Southeast Peninsula. On Thursday, SKN Newsline visited the area and spoke to Travis Lake, one of the workers from Parks and Beaches, about the work being done in the area. Well, we noticed that um, certain parts of the beach, certain people can't use, so we decided to get rid of the kosher trees and certain places so more people could go get access and use the beach as they like and when they want to. So when people come to the beach now, they will have more space and more access? Yes, they could get good parking spot now and you could get a good, you could bring your tent now and you know, settle on yourself good. You have a good party. You ain't a, See, down there full, up there full, so you could get a room now. You just try to make room for more people. So the people who work on this are mainly from parks and beaches? The parks and beaches? Well, all of us here is parks and beaches. All of them. How many people are we looking at? We got about 50 right now here working. This is just the town, Tonko. We still have country, you know right around the land and you guys have been here since this morning since monday monday okay so it's all all week yeah, all week we we've been over here cleaning up the beach if you want when you're going up the road you could take a drive and you could see where we don't clean already and you know we just trying to make the beach all right for we local people there this week it was announced that leatherback turtles were nesting on the beach the first time since 1999. I'm Andre Huey for SKN Newsline. We go to break and when we return, we'll have news on the regional scene. Women are precious souls. They were fearfully and wonderfully made by God himself to be a help meet for us men. It means that they are our partners, our equals and ought to be treated with due respect and care. Domestic violence, rape and abuse in any of its forms is not only wrong and illegal but is not of God. Men, man up and let us treat our women with the respect they deserve. I am Curtis Morton Sr. and I endorse this message. Out of St. John's in Antigua Second booster doses of COVID-19 vaccines will soon be administered in Antigua. Let's get this ABS television report. The country is now closer to administering second COVID-19 booster doses to the society's most vulnerable. That's right, Sequoia, because it comes as Antigua and Barbuda sees an increase in COVID-19 cases from the sub-lineages of the Omicron variant of concern. Second doses are intended to boost waning immunity for those who are at greatest risk of a serious illness from the virus. 
but we can get more on this now because there's also an update this evening on how local health officials are intensifying surveillance amidst an outbreak of monkeypox in at least 50 nations outside of Africa. Joining us live via Zoom is Chief Medical Officer Dr. Rhonda Seely Thomas. Good evening, Dr. Seely Thomas. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, has a decision been taken yet on uh, the second doses, second booster doses of COVID-19 vaccines and to whom they will be administered? I'm there you go. Very good evening to you. Yes. Good evening to you, Mr. Burford and your colleague and the Nation of Antigua and Barbuda. So, Yes, uh, in consultation with the COVID-19 National Technical Working Group, a decision has been made to administer second booster doses of the COVID-19 vaccines to vulnerable groups. And these would include healthcare workers, persons who are immunocompromised, and those who are over the age of 50 years of age. And Dr. Thomas, what would be your message to the people in these specific groups? Um, in these specific groups, they can start visiting their uh, vaccination sites at the Villa Polyclinic and the Multipurpose Center and uh, our main uh, clinics uh, to get the booster dose of the COVID-19 vaccine starting June 1st, 2022. Mm. And of course, these are second booster doses, correct, Dr. Celia Thomas? Yes, because we started administering um, first uh, booster doses many months ago to all segments of the population who would have received a full um, primary series of COVID-19 vaccines. Right. In a related matter as well, uh, CMO, uh, has there been any progress in securing COVID-19 vaccines for children 5 to 11 years? Because at this point, uh, we're you know, pretty much having doses available for those 12 years and older. What about the 5 to 11 age group? No, we're still um, trying to procure doses of the vaccine for that age group, and we will continue to pursue that so that we can um, administer the vaccines to that vulnerable section of our population. And out of Montserrat, the Ministry of Health and Social Services is saddened to announce another COVID-19-related death. The deceased is a male between the age of 80 and 89 who last resided at a residential care facility for the elderly. He was diagnosed with COVID-19 on May the 9th and was unvaccinated. His death is the fourth for the island since the pandemic began in 2020. The public is reminded that COVID-19 can be severe and lead to long-lasting complications or death. Residents should therefore take all measures to protect themselves from the virus by practicing good hand hygiene, wearing face coverings in public places, adhering to quarantine and isolation protocols, and vaccinating against this potentially deadly virus. Additionally, persons infected should seek medical attention at the earliest signs of severe symptoms such as shortness of breath or difficulty breathing and chest pains by contacting the flu hotline at 496-7437 or 493-4755. And internationally out of Russia, Russian diplomat quits in protests over war in Ukraine. We get this CNN report. A diplomat at Russia's United Nations mission in Geneva has resigned in protest of President Putin's invasion of Ukraine. Boris Bondarev is the first envoy to publicly criticize the war, telling Bloomberg, quote, Putin has become both a war criminal and a dictator. Bondarev posted a resignation statement in English and Russian on Facebook.
Major Lyons is back with us now. Major, this insight we're hearing from this Russian soldier who decided to resign, to quit the war. Not only is he expressing this lack of understanding of why he was there in Ukraine initially, but he also expressed fear. He mm -hmm. expressed guilt about what was going on. And it really just sort of helps fill in the picture of what we're hearing from Western intelligence regarding the low morale and uh, the Russians feeling like they've suffered heavy losses. And then on top of that, you have more resistance becoming more public in Russia itself. Watch this. This was from a concert this weekend. So those were concert goers chanting F the war. I just wonder how significant is all this very public backlash or pushback against the Kremlin and its desired narrative about the war. Well, the Kremlin doesn't want this to get back. You saw Melissa talk about the Russian war machine, but it's proving to be an atrocity machine, given that we knew that they were going to commit war crimes at the strategic level. They were going to bomb civilians. They were going to go after non-military targets. But when you see this Russian officer come through with what he's saying, he's at the lowest line. He's, he's with the execution phase of what's going on there. You saw the, the, the trial of the sergeant that killed the civilian there. And, this, and, and there's more in the pipeline. The, the Ukraine prosecutor is going to bring more to bear here. And, and you, the, the, Ukraine, the, the Russian soldier had an opportunity not to let this happen, right? We knew it was going to happen strategically. But once, I've been a soldier on the ground. When you're when you're face to face with the enemy on the ground, you can decide what you want to do. You can shoot them. There's no one around to watch you. Or you can do the right thing, capture, you know, contain. They didn't do that. The Russian soldier didn't do that. Why? Because they were underfed. They were undernourished. They were not trained properly. All of the things that go into the poor morale of the military that that officer was talking about just came to bear. So, so the Russian war machine is a Russian atrocity machine. And yet Russia moves forward. They're continuing to hammer some of these cities and civilians in Russia, in addition to fighting the Ukrainian forces. We heard from the former CIA director, David Petraeus, today on our air, who, who said he believes Russia has actually claimed some momentum mm -hmm. here in this war. Do you agree with that? Well, they have numbers and they have material and that's the issue here. And that's what, again, dictators look, look at. They look at numbers and they say, well, I have more of these men and soldiers on the ground there than Ukraine has as well. We can pour in equipment from the West to try to equalize and use it combat multipliers, so to speak. But the calculation that the Russian general officers as well as Vladimir Putin makes is as long as he has numbers, if he moves forward an inch a day, it's still moving forward. Uh, again, the question is whether or not the Ukraine military can eventually push them back. They're, they're going to need soldiers. I saw a report about they're training now more reservists. They're going to need maybe 50 to 100,000 more. To, I just don't know if they have that many I soldiers. I mean, here we are three months into this invasion, and I feel like there are so many of these little incremental pieces of reporting that we're getting about what's happening in the fighting. Do you feel like we have a good sense of what's happening on the ground? I do, and, and the fact that the Internet's up and we can see what's going on, the pictures that come back, there's no question that Russian equipment is getting destroyed. I like the fact that the M777 howitzers are, have got to the Donbass region. Think about the logistical challenge that took. So the equipment's getting there. Uh, the artillery war in place. Now you heard Secretary Austin talk about that, and that's the phase it, as it is right now. The question is, how much of an advantage can that tip to the balance of the Ukraine to at least hold off? Let's say, you know, they could at least stop, create some kind of um, stag uh, stalemate there, keep the Russians mm. from coming. But then what, is it, what does a negotiated settlement look like? Do they want to give that land for peace, what we saw happen in the Middle East? I just don't think so. I think the Ukraine government is not going to go for that one bit. They're going to go all the way. Now to our weather updates. The local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8 p.m. today, Tuesday, 24th of May. 
The weather today partly cloudy with a 30% or low chance of brief light showers. The winds easterly at 9 to 24 kilometers per hour or 6 to 15 miles per hour. The seas not exceeding 1.5 meters or 5 feet. The sunrise today was at 5.37 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.39 p.m. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a marvelous day.